0: yet. Go to the ear, nose, and throat department. Get your hearing checked.
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Brent Reed, and this is another episode of Downright Sports, episode number 20 for this season three. Today's show, we're going to discuss, does the NBA care more about the players or over the fans? Is there room for alternate sports leagues? And we take a look at the 2023 MLB season. So look at your clock and ask one question. What? What time is it?
2: Beetlejuice.
3: It's your day.
0: Tendency to blink the eyes or close the eyes, and that was all I needed. Uh, Gail says had a statement out that all he needed was 16 inches. Well, all I needed was a blink of the old eyes,
1: and I was by you.
2: Come on, D!
0: On the drive boat Feeling like Slash in front of the chapel I'm lean back with the less ball. Shit I smoke is like cholesterol Spill dressing on the vest At the festival, the best of all Had a midget Puerto Rican at my beck and call Best believe that there was neck and fog. Fuck around and almost wrecked the sub uh, We took acid for 10 days Straight up in the mountains yeah. Started running with the stallions Playing frisbee in the West Indies Did the tangle with my kidneys Eyes open now I know just what my kids need Rockin' very loose pants, yeah Rockin' very loose pants, yeah Buried a million in the sand by the cloud tower Before I die take a hot shower Ride the Harley into the sunset 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 in the lobby of the ritz uh, with a man the one that swings the hockey stick i was wearing all white and my hair was looking precious shit i might cop a chest and a dresser uh, a little machine to make espresso uh, i heard your bitch still wears echo hot trucks behind the box at the checo live from the expo me. i wear the wolf in the winter steer the coup from the center who gives a fuck i'm a sinner i had dreams I fucking carry Hilson and my dunk is woke up naked at the Hilton With a bitch that look like Seal's cousin Bite the eel by the dozen Gotta take it for the team Bite the eel by the dozen uh. Pump the bass in the trunk Shit rattle like a baby hand Except this toy costs 80 grand yeah. And I'm crazy tan from all the places that I've been Man. Just for writing words with a pen yeah. Tell the pilot land the plane No rules about in Maine. Jacuzzi on the 7 train at Lay. John Coltrane played with that cocaine face I know your crabs from that old Bay taste The brass band was seven pieces My bitch's name is Peaches We got twin Mac 11s with the features Shit, you barely got sneaker money So much dick in they mouth They why these motherfuckers speaking funny You need to speak clearer there Cause I can't hear ya uh. You need to speak clearer there Cause I can't hear ya Shit the Magic Johnson of the game, these lanes don't want to play with me Smile on your face, but I really know you hating me I know you're mad cause I'm sick and it's plain to see It's me, it's me. Ride the Harley into the sunset 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 Ride the
2: Ladies and gentlemen,
1: it is showtime! Welcome everybody to an all-new Downright Sports: The Champion of the Underdog podcast. Is here. You're un. Well, no, nope. <laughs> I uh, had a script all laid out, and I messed it up. Anyway, welcome everybody to another new Downright Sports, and I am your host, Brent Reed, and this is another show, episode 20, to be exact, for this season three. I don't know why I settled on season three, but if you've ever listened to Downright Sports before, I this is a show for sports fans. Talk to you all by the notorious sports critic, the sports influencer, me, Brent Reed. So, let's dive into it, shall we? Um, we're going to do Hot Topics, something I've never done before. <laughs> we're going to do, we, we've done, I've done Hot Topics before, but I rarely do Hot Topics. But I had a lot to cover in a little bit of time, and then we have a, um, um, a show announcement at the end to kind of, Catch all five of you who ever listen up to speed. So, let's dive into it, shall we? Shall we? So, I've been monitoring, as anybody who watches sports, all sports nonsense. And I'm calling this nonsense on purpose because, in particular, I've noticed in the last two years, year and a half, there are two former Duke players. I'm a Duke fan. I rooted for Duke for many years, but there are two former Duke players I'm noticing a lot more on TV that seem to have to just say the opposite. You know, like in in sports talk, which I do, you got to fill up time and you got to find stuff to talk about. You got to find stuff to cover. Sometimes you have to be. Uh, out there, you have to be outraged. You have to say outlandish stuff. You got to poke the bear for many years, and I still do. When I first started doing downrange sports, I would dissect the Le- LeBron James's game. Dissect it. You could call. You could call me the surgeon general because I was cutting into him and finding every little bit to kind of you know. Kind of spark up conversation. This past week on my TikTok, I definitely sparked up conversation where I apparently offended some who thought that the NBA All-Star game was... Pleasant, or the guy who won the NBA dunk contest, which I'm refusing to learn his name because my argument was the all-star festivities, I should see all-stars participating in festivities, not a guy that may work next to me at a job or gets my Chipotle performing in a dunk contest. Where that is spectacular and all, I want to see all-stars, but apparently I was called this... And somebody was a fan because he obviously was paying attention to my work because they said that guy is always hating, which I took as a badge of honor. Oh, OK, so you do pay attention to watch. I'm not hating. I'm stating fact. There's a difference <laughs> in this case. J.J. Redick and Jay Williams, they, you know, for two guys who went to Duke, both graduated great basketball players at Duke. Let's see where I'm kind of cutting into that. They seem recently to think that the basketball, the NBA, started when they started. Because all their crux of their arguments have been absurd. J.J. Redick a year ago, or two years ago, I think it was a year ago, decided to take a shot at NBA players of the past. Calling them plumbers. Saying they played against plumbers and guys who couldn't play the game. His argument is so dumb. It does, like, it it almost reason why I didn't want to comment on it because it's a stupid argument. When you're a professional athlete at any period of time in the history of sports, you are in the top 1% of people who are able to participate in professional sports. So, history fact in the NBA, MLB, major in football, and in NHL, newsflash. Players before the 80s could not make enough money. Well, let me me back this up. Players before the 70s, in some cases the 80s, realistically didn't make enough money to survive just playing professional sports, okay? So they had to work other jobs. That's why. Now, there's a handful of guys, the top-tier players. They did it. They made enough in endorsements and stuff like that. But for the most part, you're... Run-of-the-mill players, for example, your J.J. Reddicks and J. Williams, they would have been those plumbers. They would have been those guys that didn't have that had to work a second job in the offseason just so they could survive in taking care of their families. Okay, the fact that J.J. Reddick believes that there are players of the past that are not the caliber, like the argument that players of the past are not the caliber of players of today, yes, physically, probably. But my retort to that has always been the same. If you take somebody who's an all-time great like Oscar Robinson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Wilt Chamberlain, uh, Willis Reed, Magic Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, you take them, And you infuse them in today's NBA with all the science and all the training and all the dieting. And for guys who were great then, you think they wouldn't be great today? Magic Johnson didn't have to shoot threes like Steph Curry because his game didn't call for it. But I promise you, if the game called for someone like Magic Johnson... To shoot more threes, he probably would have practiced that and achieved that because that's how great of an athlete he was. Let's look at J.J. Reddick. Let's look at J. Williams, two players who have never in their NBA careers led a team anywhere. And the players that that they're taking shots at, and not J. Williams as much. We're going to get to him, Mr. Sensitivity, in a second. But J.J. Reddick and his lack of respect for players of the past. J.J. Reddick was a career bench player. Yeah, he started on a few teams, but his, ro- his role was a role player. Now, was J.J. Reddick better than me? Absolutely. Nobody's disputing that. But the argument isn't, is J.J. Reddick better than the average Joe? No. The argument is, him better than... Like, let's take J.J. Reddick, for example, and throw him in any time period. He would get squashed, all that slapping and all that stuff he used to do at Duke to get under people's skin, they would have punched him in the mouth and the game would have kept going, real talk. And I was a JJ Redick fan as a player, but as an analyst, he's irresponsible and reckless and basically what him and Jay Williams have decided to do is get clickbait, pretty much. And you, they tell JJ Reddick tells what he's going to do on his podcast, which I glance at on TikTok because I refuse to give him the time of day to listen to some of the stupid stuff he says. And it's not just him; it's a lot of people that are around my age group that think the NBA started in two thousand and three. Now, for Jay Williams, <clears throat> some of his arguments has used the words "we" and "us," like he's a part of this generation's basketball player. He is not. JJ Jay Williams was in the NBA. Around 2003 when he got drafted. If I'm not mistaken. He had drafted before LeBron. Two years before LeBron. He didn't last long because he got hurt unfortunately. But yeah. He would have been retired by now. And the simple fact that he's always. Trying to be the Kyrie Irving apologist. Or apologizing for this one and that one. It just goes to show me. They think more with an emotion. Versus facts. And the facts are the players of today, not yesterday, not last year, but the way the game is constructed now, the way the game looks now, it's a bad game. It looks bad. It is bad. Perfect example is, um, um, whatever his name is, Nikolai Djokovic of the Denver Nuggets. Here's a guy who's giving the, the game business. Why is he doing so good? Is he skilled? Absolutely. But who is his competition? Who is he playing against? What he's actually doing is proving a point that so many of us have always said for years. A skilled big man is always better than a guard. Facts. But he has nobody to play against. There's nobody to stop him. Anthony Davis, decent off-defensive player, but he ain't that, you know, he ain't Mutombo. Um, Carl Anthony Towns thinks he's 6'2". Um, Joel Embiid kind of thinks he's also 6'2". You take no, you take uh, the, the, the guy, no, Djokovic, no, um, Nikolai, whatever his name is, you take him, you play him against Shaquille O'Neal. Does he do what he does? Maybe some of the stuff. But does he do it against a Tim Duncan? Does he do it against a David Robinson? Yes, he can shoot threes, but he ain't running like that. And when he has to play against other bigs who are going to bang him and hit him, is he going to be able to last all four quarters? No, nah, these guys play touchless basketball, which is fine. But the game is just, it, it looks bad. Or on, on, if you watch a regular season game, it just looks bad. Teams that should be just waltzing through people don't. And it's not because the competition's gotten better. It's because the game has gotten bad, realistically. And the fact that guys like J.J. Redick, Jay Williams, will defend such arguments like workload, Workload. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Workload. A guy who goes to work in a, a guy who works construction every day of the week. That's workload. A guy who's working an oil rig. That's workload. My mother, who's a nurse, that's workload. And that's somebody who plays two to three games a week, travels on first class planes, stays in the best hotels, the best meals. It's not workload. Not to mention, imagine you tuned in every week to watch Law and Order SVU, and when you tuned in, your favorite act character on the show was never on. But that was the only week you could watch. You'd be a little bit mad, wouldn't you? You'd be a little bit pissed off. Stop, stop, stop with the nonsense. All right. The other thing is going on uh, the consideration Dan Snyder of the wa- the owner of the Washington. Commanders, huh, salute the commanders, is currently doesn't want to sell the team to Jeff Bezos, who's like just sitting like, give me the team. I want to buy everything in D.C. He bought the Washington Post. He did that, so, and then he, he's trying to buy the White House. I think he just wants to buy everything D.C. He's going to buy D.C. He's going to be the first person to buy area. Dan Snyder, I don't know what power NFL owners have over the NFL, and why, like, they just can't be removed. But, like, there's so much dirt on this dude. and He just keeps showing up every day and, like, nothing happened. He's, like, it's known that he was trying to blackmail his other owners, getting information on them. He was apparently he had, like, recordings of cheerleaders when, you know, inappropriate. He's, you know, said crazy stuff. And yet, he just continues to keep moving. While in the NBA, literally just saying the wrong racist word, plug in, and you have to sell your team the next day. Every owner that's not a baseball, every baseball, NHL, and MLB owner is like, how do I get to the NFL? Because apparently I can do whatever I want there and keep a job. Take all the crazy crap he's been doing, Daniel Snyder has destroyed the Washington football team. I'm here to tell you, don't hit me, they would still be called the Redskins if Daniel Snyder wasn't such a a jack off, quite frankly. Like, it got so bad, they started, like, we got to take something away. Oh, the name. Let's just take the name. Since he's on the team, before he owned the team, okay, the team won three championships and went to the playoffs 13 times. In the modern era, I counted, like, since the 70s. There was, like, trips before that, but they were in Boston and all this stuff. As the Washington team, 13 trips, three Super Bowls. Since he owned the team, six appearances in the playoffs. No Super Bowls, no conference championships, nothing like they. The, every year the Commanders have made the playoffs and Snyder's owned it. It's literally because the Cowboys had Ebola, the Giants just were trash, and the Eagles forgot football was going on that particular time period. So here we are now in a situation where should he sell the team? Probably he should be forced to sell the team. But NFL owners have so much power that he won't. <laughs> He wants to build a new stadium. D.C. has pretty much told him no because they don't like him, but he wants to build a new stadium. They need a new stadium. Anybody who every time I listen, people hate the stadium. The parking's terrible. It's way out of the way. He took the team out of D.C. and moved them into Maryland where clearly there's a team already in. I mean, this shouldn't stop anybody. The Giants have two teams in New Jersey, but they're the New York Giants. It's weird. If I was New Jersey, I would sell that land in New York, just that land, and make it to pay taxes on it. Just sell that piece of real estate and be like, this is New York, all right? But um, it, the NFL needs to figure out what to do with Daniel Snyder. And I think with Washington has a lot of fans, I don't know why, but they have a lot of fans and I think the fans have been dying for that guy to sell the team for a long time and he's going out kicking and screaming. He's gonna make billions off of the sale. I think it's the difference in making two versus five. But if he sold it today, Jeff Bezos would be like, here it's ten million dollars get away from me. They we no professional team needs that because as you just saw, the Milwaukee Bucks basically the owner was like, Hey, here you go. Here's Three, You know, we're selling for $3 million. He sold his share. Like, That's a conversation for another day about how sports teams are starting to become investments, which is bonkers to begin with. And then the NCAA tournament is on our way. We're not going to cover that. (laughs) We're just not. I kind of ran out of time, so we're not going to really jump on that. But we will, in the next segment, talk about... baseball season that's coming up and basically i'm gonna ask some questions they got new rule changes they have new rule changes we're gonna go over but we're gonna jump into that i just you know i I spent a lot of time talking about the jj Reddick and um jay wins because some of the stuff they've been saying is just crazy they go on first take they 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 make these crazy arguments they're like the they're they're They, I think they need to remember that they're analysts now. Charles Barkley touched on it and I'll wrap it up with this. Charles Barkley touched on how much players make today. Okay, now, we all know Charles Barkley's famous for, like, I'm not a role model and stuff, but Charles Barkley showed up to work. Even when he sucked, he showed up to work. If a player's not hurt, that's one thing. You know what I'm saying? If he's hurt, he's hurt. But, the fact that players play less g- less time. Like, they don't play back to back to back games like they used to in the old days. They barely play back to backs anymore. Dame Lillard, who dropped 70 today, which he should have because he had a break, days after the All Star game took Friday off. You know, full week off. That's crazy. But I think they've forgotten. And I initially, this segment, I actually start, wrote down this segment differently. And it was like, do. Does the NBA care more about players than it does the fans? Adam Silver needs to realize his product are the players, and if you don't have the product available, you will suffer for it. If the NBA and I know the NBA, they're modern. They're they're targeting the youth. Here's an idea: the youth don't buy tickets, Jack. They you get all the TikTok streams you want. You can get all the. Instagram likes, but at the end of the day, unless the NBA is gonna become uh, social media influences, at the end of it all, they have to figure out how to get the games back to being what it used to be. Every year the ratings go down. The NBA finals, no like people watch, but if your argument is well, nobody watches TV, the NFL averaged at least 30 million, if not more, in the Super Bowl. Why? The time it's played. They played the Super Bowl at 6 o'clock. The NBA All-Star Game was played at 8, which really started at 9. The NBA Finals always starts at, like, 9. Why is the game starting so late? Don't tell me it's because of the West Coast time, because if the NFL could start at 6 o'clock, mm, you get where I'm going with this? Your answer is not to make the NBA game a primetime game. If the game was only from 9 to 10, you may have an argument, but the game is always from like 9 to 12 because it's like 14 hours of festivities, two hours of handshaking. Start the game at 6.30. It would play out better. You will see more eyeballs on the screen because what you're going to get is people sitting down to have dinner. They're going to turn the TV on. They're going to watch the game. It's just, it's logic. There's a reason why network TV doesn't put, uh, it, Law and Order SVU on at midnight. They put it on at a certain time because p- that's when people are laying in bed and they turn the TV on. There's a reason why late shows come on after the news. It's timing. But I'm here to tell you, nobody wants to go to bed watching an NBA game. They don't. like Put the game on earlier. You're going to get more kids that can watch because parents going to let the kids watch. You're going to get more um, <clears throat> people getting off work. You're going to get the bar crowds. But if you keep thinking that the uh, the NBA is not a fight. The reason why boxing is gone is because, one, they started charging too much for the fights. Two, this, the main event came on too late. Mike Tyson fights was coming on. I went, When I did the Floyd Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, the main event didn't start till 1 a.m. That's crazy. Come on. Work smarter, not harder. I stole that one from somebody. Hey, this is Downright Sports, everybody. This is episode 20. Um, Stick around. Uh, please <laughs> but stick around um, and the third segment we got an announcement we're going to make but you can listen to Downright Sports weekdays from 12 to 1 on DJ Chase Radio D B DJ Chase Radio Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8pm on Dynasty Radio Saturdays at 6pm on Track Radar Radio <clears throat> and Sundays at 10am at She Real Radio when we come back uh, we're going to segment three. we're going to talk baseball baseball some, 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 baseball. We'll be right back.
0: I went! I'm it baby now, i baby now, I tell
2: you how to take your stepping on your I tell you how out, I turn it on my baby Don't you me out, I turn it on my baby, out, it on my baby. Check it, check it out Baby, you looking fire hot I have you open all night like your eye hot I'll take you home, baby, let you keep me company You give me some of you, I give you some of me You look good, baby, must taste heavenly
1: I'm pretty sure that you got your own recipe. So pick it up, pick it up, yeah, I like you I just can't get enough, I gotta drive through Cause it's me, you, you, me, me your way for play before I feed your appetite. Let me get my ticket, baby, let me get in line. I can tell the way you like it, baby, super size. Hold on, you got yours,
3: let me get mine. I ain't leaving till they turn over the close clothesline. Check it. Take my order, cause your body like a carry out. Let me walk into your body till you hear me out. Turn me on, my baby, don't you hear me out. Turn me out. on, my baby, don't you hear me, me out. out. Take my order, cause your body like a carry out. And Let me walk into your body. Turn me on my baby, don't you cut me out Turn me on my baby, don't you cut me, me out. out one, I take two number threes That's a whole lot of you and a side of me Now is it full of myself to want you full of me? And if it's room for dessert, then I want a piece Baby, get my order right, no air rise. I'ma touch you in all the right areas I can feed you, you can feed me Girl, deliver that to me, come see me Cause it's me, you, you, me, me, you All night Have it your way way for Play before I feed your appetite, do you like it well done? Cause I do it well. Cause I'm well seasoned, if you couldn't tell. But let me walk into your body till you hear me out. Or turn me on, my baby, don't you cut me out. Say, Take my order, cause your body like a carry wh- out. Let me walk into your body till you hear me out. out. Turn me on, my baby, don't you cut me out. Turn me on, my baby, don't you cut me out. Take my order, cause your body like a carry out. And let me walk into your body till it's You're a real baby, Turn me on,
1: baby, don't you me out.
3: My baby, not you 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 What's your name? What's your name? Cause your body like a very own. Let me walk into your body till you hear me out. Turn me on, my baby, don't you have Turn me on, my baby, don't you have me Take my order, cause your body like a very own. And let me walk into your body till it's my Turn me on, my baby, don't you have me Turn me on, my baby, don't you have me Take my order, cause your body like a very own. Let me walk into your body till you hear me out. Turn me on, my baby, don't you have me Thursday, there, Turn me on. My baby, don't you cut you me, me out. Out. Take my order, cause your body like a Carry b- out. And let me walk into your body till it's out. Out. Turn on, baby, out Turn me on, my baby, don't you cut me out Turn me on, my baby, don't, don't, you, cut you, me don't you cut me out
1: baseball is around the corner. Spring training has started. I have a pet peeve with YouTube TV, Hulu TV, Sling, and anything else because apparently the MLB network's on none of them. So I guess the contract with the MLB network has ended and I am irate because that's the only reason why I got YouTube TVs because it had the MLB network. Big baseball fan. Little bit mad. I can't get any baseball coverage because ESPN doesn't cover baseball anymore. Oh, they do? I can't tell because they're still talking about the Cowboys and who their starting quarterback's going to be in March. Like, enough. Anyway, so the baseball season's getting ready to start. So last year, uh, we saw the Houston Astros win another World Series. Dusty Baker winning one, becoming the first. Second, second black coach to win a World Series championship. Uh, Justin Verlander left, came to the Mets. Mets got older. (laughs) Mets got real old. Um, We saw Carlos Correa say bye to the Twins. Hello to San Francisco. Bye, San Francisco. Hello to the Mets. Oh, just to end up back with the Twins. Something with his uh, health. Who knows? Uh, We seen um, Kenley Jensen leave LA, go to Boston. Uh, We see Trey Turner. Tell Philly, give me the money as he left the Dodgers and went to Philly. Uh, We got, you know, uh, yeah, I'm done. We saw Aaron Judge. resign with the Yankees. I am happy about that. But the question going into this year is, what's up with these new rule changes? So baseball has adopted a pitch clock. I know they call it something else. It's the pitch counter or some stupid thing like that. But there's too many rules to this pitch clock. So it gives them 22 seconds. Within the 8-second mark, the batter needs to be in the box. If not, it's automatically a strike. What? They made the bases bigger. I guess that counts. No more shifts. Love that. I think the shifts was dumb. I think it was uh, it was a bastardization of the game. Because I grew up, the game of baseball was played. You had a first base and a second baseman, a third and a short. Left fielder, right fielder, center fielder. You shifted your team a couple inches here, a couple inches there. But when they got up to the point where you could take the shortstop and move them to second base, you could take there was like shifts where they had all infielders on one side of the field and the other side of the field was just open. Now with that being said, I think hitters got bad because hitters couldn't hit the ball to the other side. It it, it goes back to my previous argument about the past. Don't tell me that new generation is better than the old because if you would have gave Pete Rose a whole open side of a field, he would have had not 4,000-something career hits. He would have had 90 career <laughs> hits. You couldn't have given great hitters all that. Like, come on. So, I'm glad they got rid of the shifts because it was dumb. I'm curious to see if we're going to get more base hits. The game of baseball is better when you get more base hits. You get stolen bases. They said stolen bases are already up because players are able to kind of steal. So, you're getting that, again... And we don't, like, it's just gonna, the game's gonna look better. I believe, I grew up with the game being played up until, you know, everybody got upset about steroids. I don't, I don't see why. (laughs) But, you know, I, you know, I told my dad yesterday, yeah, I told him yesterday, it feels like, if this was a movie, it feels like 9-11 was, like, when our universe just went... (laughs) <laughs> it like things was like going like this. It was, just, it was like whoa, what happened? Like baseball got crazy, the NBA got crazy. Like everything just got weird. So you know, it just felt crazy. But in any case, so we're gonna look at the new rules. I'm not. I gotta get to know this pitch clock. It's gonna look weird. The fact the pitchers got <laughs> baseballs not supposed to have a clock. there's not supposed to be a clock in baseball? I understand the game is so long. It's supposed to be the game of baseball is designed for when you turn it on. At 1 o'clock, you can go clean the room, you can walk the dog, and when you come back, there's still baseball. You, if you're an old man like me, you get in the chair, you turn the game on, and you doze off. And then when you turn it back on, it's still the bottom of the first because the game is long. It's supposed to be long. It was The game of baseball, for those of you that like to read, you relate the game of baseball to a book, all right? It's storytelling. The game of baseball is designed to have storytelling. You have this pitcher taking on nine different hitters. Each hitter hits differently. Can this pitcher, with three to four pitchers, get these guys out? Can the outfielders make the plays? Can the infielder make the play? A guy is on a. Like you. And you've never seen an NBA game a player not be able to score 10 straight games. But in baseball. A great hitter may go ten games without getting a hit. So by game eleven, you're trying to figure out what is this guy going to do differently. You'll never see in football a quarterback not be able to throw. All right, that's what, we're wrong. There's still terrible quarterbacks in the NFL, but you get what I'm saying. Like the game of baseball is it's it's poetic. It's it's I love it. I like the game. It's my favorite game. I and I, I you know I'm that old man on the lawn at 36 years old. I don't want to see it change and. The pitch pitch clock is just dumb. You don't need a pitch clock. Like, it's dumb. The NBA needed a shot clock because you literally... It didn't happen, but you literally could score two points and then hold the ball. (laughs) Just pass the ball around. They put the shot clock in basketball to increase scoring. The pitch clock is not going to increase scoring. I'm sorry. It won't. It won't. Alright, so... With the season hitting, without the rule changes being the biggest thing I'm just jumped on top of, Aaron Judge just signed his big deal with the Yankees, making him basically the face of the Yankees. He's the team captain. He's the first team captain since Derek Jeter. But he is pretty much the face of baseball. Okay? And I feel like Major League Baseball is letting him down. They're not putting him in center stage. They had an. Oppo- I don't know if they have any control over the video game, but they had an opportunity to make him the cover of MLB The Show, which is a popular game. Instead, you put a guy from the Miami Marlins. I have no idea who the heck he is. And if you're a casual fan, which most baseball has become, who's the guy from the Miami Marlins that's on the cover of the game? You have an MVP who broke a record, and you don't put him on the cover. What? if you're a sports league forget the sports league if you are into any business where you have your product is to market a person to other people there are two places you should look for advice the NFL and WWE WWE had a guy named Hulk Hogan who kids loved they put the championship on him and made sure his butt was everywhere, MTV, VH1, serial, cartoons, t-shirts, movies, Chuck E. Cheese, your dreams, everywhere. Fast forward, Stone Cold and the Rock is gone, they need a new face, John Cena, who said you can't see me, but we saw him everywhere, nah, he became. He went from being the doctor of economics to the spokesperson for the, the U.S. Army. Come on. Genius. The NFL. The NFL is the one league. They don't have anybody on their logo. The NFL, the NBA has Jane, uh, Jerry West. The MLB has just some generic guy. I think the NHL's got a guy. Golf has got a golfer. The WNBA has a lady. Football has nothing. Football has letters, stars, and a ball. And they said... You will love this league. If the NFL took, if you took the Washington Commanders and the Dallas Cowboys and you just threw them out there, they took the names of the jerseys, 40 million people will still watch because the NFL told everybody these games matter. Baseball doesn't do that. You got a guy, Aaron Judge, He if the Yankees and Aaron, if there's not an Aaron Judge camera on, at third, like, Aaron Judge should be on everything. This should be Aaron Judge Corner. This should be, J- Aaron Judge should have been on Judge Judy as a guest. Aaron Judge should be on Law & Order as a judge. Like, his body should be everywhere. Instead, he's nowhere. Same thing with Shohan, Tommy, and Mike Trout. Like, if I was Magic League Baseball, I'd be on the phone with the Angels saying, you need to trade those guys because you're wasting them. You're wasting Mike Trout, who's clearly the most talented player that nobody gets to see. And the most skilled player we've ever seen, Shohei Otani, <laughs> just nowhere. Baseball, as much as I love the game, they also do stuff a lot stupid. Baseball <clears throat> baseball, and basketball have two of the worst commissions I've seen in my lifetime. They just sit and collect the paycheck and just go, hmm, more money keeps coming. <laughs> I don't know why. It just keeps coming to me. Oh, okay, I'll take the money and do nothing. Like, stop. It's dope. We need to ask ourselves, will the Mets win the World Series? Probably not. <laughs> if if Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander survive the entire year being over, joining the AARP, well, the Mets have a chance. But it's 162 games. These guys probably have to pitch about 20 of them, and we got to see how that goes. Mets made some moves. Mets, Mets have to, as good as the Mets look on paper, they still have to get past the Braves that have not changed. Philly has gotten better. They have to get past um, the Marlins, who are decent. I, I, I can see the Mets honestly missing the playoffs, and, God, that would be great. It really would. It would be spectacular. I do want them to make it, but they're not. Seattle and Baltimore made strides both making the playoffs for the first time and like no Baltimore missed the playoffs. Seattle made the playoffs for the first time, funny enough, since 9/11. I said that told you changed everything. Had to make the they won 116 games and then didn't make the playoffs for like forever. They made it. The question is are those teams going to be in the mix again? They changed the scheduling. It used to be Um, you play like 18 games against the teams in your division. Now everybody plays everybody equally amount of time. So the division games don't matter as much. Not sure I like that. I want the league to go back to two leagues. I want an AL, ML. I'm sounding like an old man. I'm going to shut up. Let me me give you the World Series odds, and then we'll go from there. The team with the best chance to win the World Series, according to Vegas, Um, Houston, followed by the Dodgers. Yankees are plus 880. Atlanta's plus eight hundred, Mets are plus eight hundred, San Diego's plus a thousand. San Diego is doing something. I think is good for the game. It's going to be bad later, but it's good for the game. They're trying to put the best product on the field. Period. They're like, we're going to put Mets and San Diego's like we're trying. We're base Mets and San Diego. Their owners basically sat in the room, started a shrine, and summoned George Steinbrenner. And in this, you know what? Can I I do the seance? Can I? I gotta find a seance. Let me find a seance song. Can't even spell seance. I'm gonna find a seance song. Give me a second. Let me ask Siri. Play seance music. I think this is right. Silence on a podcast is never good. (laughs) Or radio. Is this a seance? This looks creepy. This will probably work. Let's get past the commercial. I'm going to play the commercial, actually. I was going to skip it. All right. I'm the owner of the Padres. You got to imagine. If you're listening, just imagine. I'm the owner of the Padres, and I'm the owner of the Mets. Oh, great spirits of baseball. I summon George Steinburner. George, is that you? It is me, George Stonbrunner. George, tell me, what do I need to do to win a World Series? Do you have money? Yes, George, tons of money, so much money I don't know what to do with. But in the case of the Padres, George, I'm supposed to be a small market team. Nonsense! You spend your money! How much, George? As much as possible. How much do you have? I don't know, a couple billion? Can a brother get some? Huh! Joking, joking, joking. Find the best players. Overpay. Overpay? what I just say? Overpay. Oh, okay. Overpay. As many as you can. Spend. 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 And we lost George. That's pretty much how that goes. I think it was funny. (laughs) It was bad. It was so bad. Uh, You got to have fun. Anyway, uh, who's going to win the World Series? Yankees. You never hear me say anything otherwise. All right. When we come back. We're going to, if you're listening on DJ Chase Radio and you're listening on Dynasty Radio, you're going to get the news. If you're watching on Facebook, hey, you're going to get the news. But if you're listening on Trap Radar, She Real, or the podcast, guess what? You will get Power of Love by the one, the only Luther Vandross. And just like that, we'll be right back.
2: When I say, Exactly like it was Cause I believe What
1: it is I I Forward, and I will feed you to my children I'm kidding we have vegetarians <laughs> my fat <fight. laughs> all right let's wrap it up shall we um so I brought up the XFL as a good segue because the XFL just got started and then the USFL is coming back. You also have the Live uh, Golf Tournament, which just aired on the CW for the first time and some ratings that were trash. Uh, You have Pickleball, which I'm going to leave Pickleball out of this, but you got the the Big Three, which is a league for retired basketball players, which I think is kind of cool. But... Is there a place in the world for these alternate leagues? Uh, Probably not. I don't think there's enough room in uh, the sport as I stammer and stutter. The XFL, if I'm not mistaken, if I've done my research correctly, basically is a test dummy for the NFL. They're going to test ideas. They're going to test products. They're going to test new equipment for the NFL, which I think is smart. There is the NFL already has a minor league called college football, so I don't know if there's a one for professional. But being that the there was a place in time where there was the European League, the NFL Europe, which a lot of us used to watch. You know, it didn't draw great ratings, but it used to be kind of exciting because the color schemes was pretty cool on the jerseys, and you this where Kurt Warner came from, and some others. What made the European League kind of popular, in my opinion, was it got into Madden. And you were able to kind of select it, in the teams in Madden. I think it was on uh, this game that was on N64 NFL quarterback club, if I'm not mistaken. But the XFL, it used to be able in the old days, I think you could do it in Madden, still create a team. And some of these teams, that's what they look like. They look like created teams. But for the XFL to Blossom, and I think the XFL. like, I like some of the, I like that they don't have a field goal, <laughs> I think it's kind of weird, I like how, like, the, the extra point, you got a, you got a one point, a two point, a three, that's pretty cool, I don't think it'll work in the NFL, but, it, there are places for these leagues, but if they really want to thrive, they, I think they should take the approach of MLS, which is play in a small venue. Play at the co- you know play at small colleges. Play at um, D two college. Well, not D two, but play at like you know some colleges. You know colleges on smaller campuses that hold smaller people. Uh, if you make your ticket prices more affordable, places where families could take them, make it more fa- family friendly. It can be something. You I think the best formula for these alternate leagues, in my opinion, steal the old NASCAR formula the old nascar formula used to be you could show up to a race and meet the driver like you just walk on to the pit crew and meet the driver and shake hands and it was more intimate and i think that's where these smaller leagues can win fans over because that's all fans want you know opportunities to get a selfie and all that crazy stuff like that and it would be nice. It would be cool because college football has become commercial and become professional. So I don't think, you know, I think it, if you, if you, if those leagues start chasing college players that couldn't make it to the NFL or you tap the NFL for, you know, guys who join the practice squad or guys who get, you know, first guy that gets cut, you know, you pick them up kind of thing. And it it could resurge careers, but to become popular, it's not the TV contract. The TV contract just sustained you. But to become popular, you have to include the fans. You got to make it more fan friendly. And if you're going to be the alternative, then you've got to be a true alternative. Like you can't curse because you need the family thing. You can't do that. But you, you got to do something. i watched the XFL game and it was just like watching another football game. Like what was the what was the big thing? What was the big takeaway? And, you know, I think the first t- league to figure out how to have high scoring games will make that happen because people want to be excited if you can make it excited it would be pretty cool um yeah we'll see what happens the the big three the the ice cube league I think is awesome I really felt like if he could have got guys like Paul Pierce Kevin Garnett even to play one or two seasons like ice cube should treat the big three like an independent wrestling. Or uh, yeah, truly like independent wrestling. You got your main stage. You got your 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 heart, you, your guys are gonna be there, but you need some pops. You need some fan pops. You need the the Garnett. You need the Paul Pierce. You need the Ray Allen's. You need the you. know, If you could get Reggie Miller to play one game, if you could get Shaq to play one game, Kenny the Jet Smith to play one game. Like get Charles Barkley, Kitten Nah, He probably can't play no more. But if I was Cube. In all honesty, I would see, like, if Dominique could go one time. If, if, you know, Jordan would never do it, but never say never. And I I, I don't know if he's reached out. I know there was a rumor out there that Kobe, Paul Pierce, and Garnett were going to put together a team. But they should do that. One year, just have one group of guys who just retired. Heck, get J.J. Redick and Jay Williams out there. They're, you know, the best players I ever played. But I think it would be cool if they did something like that. You got to treat... If I was Ice Cube, I would treat it like... I would seriously treat it like independent independent wrestling, like the Indies. You get that one pop. Oh, my God. One game. You know, because they did for that first season when they got AI. And then he was like, no, I'm not doing this. But if you can get... See if T-Mac could do a run. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, um, Stefan Marbury. You know, it'd be cool. Get some of the and one guys if they can still get it. That would be kind of cool. So, yeah. But, in any case, the show announcement. So, down sports is going black until April. April 12th, if I'm not mistaken. That's the date I set. Um, let me double check. Yeah. Uh, April... 11th for facebook but basically the show will be back april 12th all new episodes and you're asking me why because the studio is getting a remodel um a remodel in a a new location so um need time to clear the computers um time to uh delete some old files time to make sure everything in time really to set up the new studio um the The Virginia location, I only got a year out of it. Kind of would like some more. So, um, yeah, April 12th, Downray Sports will be back. All of March, we're done. Just black, uh, best of episodes on DJ Chase Radio, Dynasty, uh, Trap Radar, and She Real. You'll hear um, shows from the past. Uh, I will next week. You will get the re-airing of the Christmas Carol, which I'm excited about, and I'm actually going to take some time—not um, tomorrow, but one day. I'm gonna put—I have actually behind the scenes footage of me doing my recordings for that, which I think is kind of cool. When the show comes back, I want to—we're gonna—I want to we're gonna, I wanna experiment a little bit more. I kind of got stagnant; we're just doing the same type of show. So we're gonna try to experiment. Uh, we're gonna try to open it up. I'm trying to. Open my heart. I'll make you love. It's a Madonna song. I really like that song. It's a good song. But we're going to um yeah we'll we'll be back um April twelfth. All new show. Um had a lot of fun. It was nice here while it lasted. Got it. Got the job done. If you if you will, we got it done. It makeshift studio. I had to set up um on the fly because that was you know a big concern of mine. Um when moving up here was we're we going to be able to record. So we did. I did. I don't know who the hell we is, but we did. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back. You can. So appreciate you guys. That uh, was a lot of fun. Um, I can't find this stupid song. Uh, <laughs> I was going to play it. Anyway, let's just wrap the show up. So you can listen to Down sports, download the podcast, On all major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, to just name a few. Listen to the show weekdays from 12 to 1 on WDJCDB, DJ Chase Radio. New episodes air every Wednesdays at 12. Uh, Listen on Dynasty Radio Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Saturdays on Track Radar Radio at 6 p.m. And Sundays at 10 a.m. at She Real Radio. You can follow the show on Facebook at Downray Sports, TikTok downray Sports, Instagram, downray Sports, and YouTube, Downward Sports. Hit me up at Twitter at BrentReed18. Appreciate you guys. It's been fun here. The temporary studio is done. The new studio is on the way. Can't wait. As always, be safe and deuces
0: that's real is me and the fact that day in and day out for almost six years I have proved to everybody in the world that I am the best on this microphone in that ring even at commentary nobody can touch me